Oh, I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I've resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. Melden Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Hello. All right, we're here at the tailgate. We here. Yo, we, we ready. After the Rays get their win, dominating the Tigers. Yeah, well, the Tigers. World Series champs. They're Alex Fajardo on their team. That doesn't make him good. <laughs> He's good. He's not bad. But He's been good for three starts. He has. But did I you mean, see Brady Singer last night. I, I, I did. In fact, I was. Kind of watching the, you know, I'm watching the game obviously, but I'm looking at Twitter every once in a while, and I saw some of the pitches he was throwing. Nasty, nasty, nasty stuff. That's yeah, good. I think sending him down to AAA helped. Yeah, figured some stuff out. Yeah, got it going. I think sometimes you got to be humbled, but that's right. Well, we're getting going a few minutes late, but as always, we are here. Well, Pat usually is. I'm not. <laughs> Neither one of us. But I got nothing to do today. We'll both be here tomorrow. Why? I got nothing to do today. I said. But why? Well, I mean, if you did let me leave early, I have Gator Ball practice at five thirty. But I told him I'll be late. That's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Told Uh, him I'll be late. You had something to do yesterday. Mm -hmm. 
And you had something to do today. You had to do the baseball show, baseball right? Baseball show. That was golf good. Of course, where you you had stuff to do. Yeah. Just you don't have, you don't have anything to do tonight. Or maybe you do. I don't. Okay. Besides practice. 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 Now, what is a practice at Gator Ball like? Are you, are you a taskmaster? Are you like Bobby Knight? You go up and choke guys in the throat. I need to <laughs> slap kids around. Uh, Whatever works. All right. Well, obviously, the the big story that we're going to talk about a lot today is last night's baseball game. Which, I mean, Karen had already gone to sleep. She was tired from her. She had a little three day vacation down in Orlando, so she was in bed. And I'm so I'm watching it, and I can't yell or scream, and I just raise my arms <laughs> up in the air as soon as he hit it. And that, then I went and I listened to all of the different people and how they described it. I'd I'd heard Mike Morgan, which I guess they, that was a last minute thing, and they neither one of them was there, right? Correct. Okay. I heard him, and then I listened. I found yours and listened to yours. But then there was another really good one that was I think Nick Del Torre did it, um, you know, f- from the press box, and the ex- the the expression that was hilarious to me was when he hit it, the, the moment he hit it, and, and you could see what was, you know, the ball was going a long way. Instead of going, yes, people went, oh. <laughs> I mean, they were like, what? What what the heck is that? Because all they had done is sit and watch Gators swing and miss at balls in the dirt for most of the game. Mm, not balls in the dirt, but. Well, close to the dirt. Dirt-ish. The, the Seminoles lead the country in strikeouts per nine innings, so their pitching staff might be one of the best in the country. But as I told you, it's a lot of it's because baseball players won't just can't adjust to anything that's not a fastball. Yeah, because that's all Florida State ever throws. That's why none of their guys ever make the big leagues because their arms fall off by the time they get there. And it's always been the knock on the first the 11 staff, instead yes. of five and a half. Yeah. But, um, but that moment is one of those you'll remember, I mean, the rest of your life when – not, I mean, the interview afterwards, Sterling Thompson saying this is what he dreamed of his whole life. I mean, he was great in the interview. And um, it, it's, you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of walk-offs. That was right up there with him. Because when you think about what's on the line here, mm-hmm. you know, winning that game is going to help your RPI. Winning whatever you do this weekend is probably not going to help your RPI, but you hope that you don't do anything bad. <laughs> is it a weekend when it starts on Thursday? Yeah, because everybody's doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's all the final weekend. No, I, it was it was definitely big. I mean, there was a lot of different things that happened in that game that I think are starting to show you that the Gators could be a little scary to another opponent. Yep. But then there's also things like you mentioned, the 15 strikeouts, where when they're facing good pitching, they don't hit it all that well, unless your name is Langford or Thompson and yes. sometimes Ryapel. Well, Other than that... They're and not getting much help from anybody else. Why that pitcher threw Langford a fastball there at the end? He's just well. I mean, you would end up on first base either way. Yeah, but I would at least try to throw him. throw one in the dirt. Uh, but Langford's such a disciplined hitter. He's only struck out three times in the last eleven games. Yeah, he's good. He's, See, I know that off the top of my head. Well, because you looked it up. Well, I just do my research and I'm prepared. Okay. So I have well done. little random thoughts and facts ready at my disposal. Well, but yeah. I, Random Instead of throwing a bunch of random facts at the end, it was just like, thank God we're going home. Didn't want to go extra gonna, innings on I a school I was going to critique your call there because instead of – because that was – I was like, 
Jeff wants to go home. Hell yeah. So when he goes, it's a school night. And we're going home. That ball, I mean, you know, it was so funny. I was like, oh, Jeff definitely wants to go home. <laughs> he doesn't want to be around here for extra innings. But it was, I mean, at first when he hit it, the, the, the my, you know how you think back to the split second when the ball is launched? Mm -hmm. I went, that's going to probably go foul. He hit it so hard. He was so out in front of it. It's slider. He's out in front of it. And then I go, Oh, that's not even close to being foul. <laughs> it's foul if hitting it over the stadium is is considered a foul ball. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think it is. Well, no, no, obviously the the cool part was a lot of the fans stuck around for yeah. that. It was a really Big energetic crowd, crowd, really good, Almost just under 7,000. 7, yeah. So kudos to everybody that showed up last night and, and was a part of that. And a lot of action early, and then it got boring in the middle part of the game because both guys – Relief-wise, were really good. I got to a point where I didn't want to watch FSU bat, so I'd flip it over to something, and then I'd flip it back, and sure enough, they would be out of the inning because they obviously couldn't score there. Um, but it was funny to watch uh, Sully. Uh, I guess it was with Jamison. He walked that leadoff bat after they took the 5-3 lead, and he came out. <laughs> you can read his lips, and what he was saying is not printable. I can tell you that. Yeah, but that's been the frustration all year. Yeah, why then you can't walk that guy. You don't walk the leadoff guy yeah. after scoring. And I even said and that during scored. the broadcast. And I said this could be a really big part of the game, whether or not the Gators win or lose. That's probably something that Kevin O'Sullivan is going to dwell on yep. because it's just happened time and time again. So give credit to Florida for being able to hold it. And then, but FSU is not good offensively. No, they they aren't. But you know, Nesbitt I thought was really impressive. Yeah, really uh, good. That was that was big and. You know, um, Slater's been very good. Um, and that was, to me, I, I was sitting there watching it going, if they can get out of the top of the ninth and get to the bottom of the ninth, I just have a feeling something's good good's going to happen. Uh, because, And I think it goes back to Cali Lau the last time they were, they were home uh, but, against FSU. And I think there's going to be a lot of questions and in three years there's certainly been a lot of conversation should Mike Martin Jr. have gotten the job he was with Pops for forever and I think because the football program was so bad and they were spending a whole bunch of money on different things they're like all right let's just make senior happy and we'll hire junior and we'll see how this thing goes and I just still don't know if he's ready to coach there was a couple of moves that he made throughout the game. And, and it was cool because I said this during the broadcast, so it made me sound like Nostradamus, like I knew what I was talking about. Nostradardozo. So the dude comes up, Forrest goes first and second, nobody out. Yeah. And their second baseman's coming to the plate. He had already doubled in his first at bat. Right. But the Seminoles are leading at that point. Why don't you sacrifice the second and third with a lefty on deck that had already hit a home run? And he's a much better hitter than the right-handed hitter. And then you just you, you look at just the, the numbers. And yeah. the guy had already grounded into six double plays this year. Hits a lot of ground balls. So I was like, all right, this is perfect. He doesn't sacrifice. I was like, I bet he's going to hit into a double was play. Was that the Rivera step on second? Yes. Throw to first? Yeah. yeah. So that's what happens. And by Junior not sacrificing in that spot, really screwed him. And then there is no way in holy hell, that he should have brought in that guy to face Thompson. I don't care if it's left on left or what. Coaches like, do get caught up in that It's a lot. stupid. Yeah. The guy was so good with his changeup. Thompson had struggled two strikeouts on changeups 
was over the top of them, not seeing them well. And then you just basically bail them out by bringing in a guy. And look at the guy's numbers. They weren't that good. Yeah. They were worse than me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If they're in college. No, they were definitely worse. Okay. So that's pretty bad. So they bring in some dude. They, that, you know what? They got worse last night. <laughs> and the worst part about that is the guy had given up three homers in ten innings. When they when they said that, I was like, it seems like a lot. Yeah, why are you bringing him. in this schmuck? Just because it's left on left. Like, so, to me, Mike Martin Jr. Yeah, made a couple himself. of really yeah. p- poor decisions in that game. And, I mean, I think he gets bailed out by having the pitching staff that he does. He might have one of the best pitchers in the country in Parker, Mecca, Parker Messick that throws on Friday nights for him. Right. And then their Sunday guy is lights out. Saturday guy's really good. So they're going to be a scary regional team just because they can pitch. But if he keeps making boneheaded coaching decisions, then they're not going to go too far, which is fine by me. Well, and that, and that that loss, now I don't know who they close with. North Carolina. North Carolina. I don't, are they any good? Decent. Average. Okay. What's the ACC? They all suck. Yeah. Um, but – Maybe that game costs them being a host. Who knows? You know, I mean, I don't know if Florida – I mean, I know we're – that, you know, Florida and FSU are right there next to each other in RPI. Uh, but when you look at Florida's schedule and how they've done against top 15 RPI, it's not as good as FSU. So, I don't know how much they're going to look into it. But we'll see. We'll see going forward. But it was it was exciting ending. I, I was going to ask you this question, then we can go to break because I know we got to get to a break for – we got five minutes. Okay. Well, I'm good. All right, so we're not going to our first break. We're going to our second break. Correct. I got gotcha. you. All right. So I think I know your answer to this question. Um, but if you could go back in time and do anything you you know that I would offer you, running for the winning touchdown in a again again against a rival. It's got to be against a rival. Hated rival, even though you don't hate five and a half that much. Yeah. Even though you just ripped him and ripped him on the air, right? Yes. Okay. Made uh, some bad decisions. Okay. Deserves to be ripped. Hit a, hit a, uh, or, or score like that, um, a touchdown, game winning touchdown, you know, like let's just, let's just say like Antonio Callaway or LaMichael P. Ryan, something or like that. Tyree Cleveland. Tyree Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, it's a better one. Um, hit a walk off homer. Um, or make a three at the buzzer. You could do any of those things. What would you? What would your fantasy be? Because I know your answer is strike out the last guy to to win the World Series. But yeah, but no, I I, I don't think it would be the football one because there's more than one person involved. Because so you're all about no, you. I'm not about me at all. <laughs> like I mean, that's far the farthest from the like. If you ask this, a person though. Yeah. Like what? It, like, does anyone really remember that Felipe Franks threw that ball? Yeah, I do. Well, but you do. But I mean, other people just say Tyree Cleveland caught the game winning catch. You, you may not always remember the. Yeah, it's not the called quarterback the in that. Franks heaved. It's called the heave to cleave. Yeah, the heave to cleave by an anonymous quarterback. <laughs> so then it comes down to making a three or hitting a homer. I think hitting a homer is harder than making a three. Oh, it's harder. Although I don't think that one was hard. You get. <laughs> You get more to to be able to round third like that and look and see all your teammates there and all the commotion going on and you look in the background. Like I, I don't 
I mean, I don't care how far the ball went. I think the thing that I love about all those videos are the fan reactions. Yeah, no, it's like great. those are the coolest. Like, you know, some guys standing up like you did, stick up your arms, and you know, other people just have their mouths open and, and different things going on. Like for for me, the Caglione homer in Missouri that was 480 feet, like. It was one of the weirdest calls for me because I almost felt like a fan in that moment because I'd never seen a ball hit that far. <laughs> so it was almost like one of those where I want to say, holy sh on the air. Right. But you obviously you can't do that. So you like pause for four or five seconds to then describe what, what ended up happening. So I do I, like the idea of making a three to win the game and like like the one that Pete made that one one year, yeah. or Chioza's one, shot, or Ch Chioza's, yes, well, in the NCAA tournament, um, and I, I, I would put that as number one for last second shots made in Florida history, and two would be Mike Miller's. Yeah, even though Mike Miller's did propel them, but that was the first round. That this was the Sweet yeah, Sixteen to get there, um, and it was a three. Yeah. But then, and, but that, and then, like the one Chandler Parsons said against South Carolina that time, and and to be mobbed again, you're mobbed by your team. And, you know. Yeah, to me, that's that's the coolest part is to to be able to celebrate like that with your teammates. Um, like I guess Tyree Cleveland in the baseball mobbed. part, you you get more opportunity to soak it in and enjoy it because you're rounding the Especially bases, when, and, and then you rounded them again. You ran all the way yeah, out because they're chasing you, trying to rip your shirt off. He said something about Sprout that he was trying to find Sprout. I don't know what in the interview afterwards. I don't know what he was talking about. Yeah, I don't know either. Maybe they're buddies. They are buddies. Well, well you know. So, no, it was, it, Hi, was, buddy. it was a good moment. Um, and and certain now, so the last two years, Gators have walked it off against Florida State with a homer. I've enjoyed them both. Yes. I will tell you that. So the uh, ballpark is certainly... But I, I think you put it in perspective, though, of what Sully has been able to do. He's won 19 of the last 23 now. And you've seen a lot of Florida-Florida State baseball games over the 50 years you've been covering gator athletics so that would have meant i started when i was 17 well actually i did in 18 so yeah 49 so, years so maybe we'll we'll do that for the 50 year anniversary of me covering gator athletics put little banners out be everywhere cool. yeah. be worth it but i just i mean to think about especially back when i played just it was really hard to beat florida state and they were they were good oh, and yeah I mean, they're still good, but what Sully has done to not only them in Miami just completely dominate both of those programs has just been insane. The funny thing is, is when Lopes was here, he was doing all this stuff, and, and people were telling him, yeah, Florida's never beaten FSU and Miami in the same year, and, and two out of three at least. Yeah. And he was like, really? He was like su always surprised by the stats we were throwing at him. But he had, again, his run was not as long. His run was a kind of a quick, that, that 96 through 98 uh, when when the two college world series and they found ways to always beat FSU in Miami, um, whereas Sully's just sustained it. And the the funny thing is, it's not like I know FSU's not as good as powerful as they've been, but they were just in the college world series, you know, recently. They, it's not like they he's beating up on all these terrible teams. Uh, they're still good teams. Mm -hmm. he, that's just where he's been able to take Florida to. Been very good. All right, we'll take us to a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, get those phone lines cranking if you would like, 392-8255. Michael is here taking those calls, so feel free to uh, use the telly, and we'll chat with you here on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call. 333-0460. Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. I'm Randy Wright in the UF Weather Center with an increasing chance for rain as we look towards the coming weekend. Between now and then, though, the warmth continues with primarily dry conditions. Overnight tonight, partly cloudy. We'll drop to 70 for the overnight low. A light southwest wind at 5 to 10. Thursday's outlook includes more of the same. A mix of sun and clouds, the wind southwest at 10 to 15, and the high near 95. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Jimmy Butler has a chip on his shoulder. But it feels like every year, at least one time, we say the following. Man, that Jimmy Butler is really good in the postseason, right? We always bring it up. We don't mention his name until May. 
And then he has a game and we go, gosh, he's really good or he really cares. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. 392-8255, the number to call if you want to get in here. Pat Dooley, Jeff Cardozo. Jeff was able to get home at a reasonable time last night, thanks to uh, Sterling Thompson. Sterling Thompson. Sterling. Did you want to yell out, Ohio Silver and Hawaii? No. Never even thought of that. Well, that's what some of these fans do at the game. You never heard that? Uh-uh. Yeah. Or Lone Ranger. Why? Sterling Silver. I guess. I don't even know. They do it, though. Do you ever take your headphones off during the game? No. Well, it's because sometimes it's hard to tell. Like you might have walked away. What do you mean? You know what I'm saying. You know where I'm coming from on that. Yep. Also, Florida, of course, playing South Carolina starting tomorrow. And I imagine that's a long bus ride today for the uh, the Gamecocks because they got beat by Coastal last night. I think they got manhandled by them. It was they? bad. Oh. And Miami loses to Florida Gulf Coast. So here's the Gators saying, hey, we may be the best team in the state. All of a sudden, two or three from Miami, two or three from um, FSU. Who have they lost to in the state? Once to Miami and once to FSU. You s- I know they're 17-3 and three at home, right? So who were the other two losses to? To the Gators? Yeah. Would be... 17-3 can't be right. It's not right at all. No, I saw that on a tweet. That, that was not a good tweet. No, it was not right. No. So the Gators have a chance. They could... When when you look at the, the SEC tournament, and this is where I think it's big when we talk about the RPI and all these other things. And Florida right now is the tied for the eighth seed with Ole Miss in the SEC tournament. But Georgia, LSU, and Vandy are all 14 and 13. Gators and Ole Miss are 13 and 14. So a one-game difference. Yeah. LSU and Vandy play each other. So I think in that case, I would root for Vandy to sweep LSU then that would knock LSU down three games, and then the Gators could move ahead of LSU in the standings. Georgia's playing Missouri, so they're probably going to, and that's at in Athens, so they're probably going to win at least two out of three. Georgia still has the potential. Yeah, I, I could see, I would think two out of three because they have so, the potential. So then that would put them at 16 and 14. The Gators could sweep and go 16 and 14, but Georgia would have the tiebreaker. Right. LSU has the tiebreaker, and Vandy has the tiebreaker. So... That's where it's a little bit more difficult for the Gators to go up there unless LSU or Vandy ended up sweeping each other. But if one team wins two out of three, Gators would have to sweep, and then that's the only way they could pass either LSU or Vandy. Yes. 
All that is correct. So basically what you're looking at, the Ganders potentially game. <laughs> could be, yeah, they'll play Tuesday, but if they're the sixth seed, it's the 9.30 a.m. game, which is 10.30 Eastern. The seventh seed, they're in that Wait a second go, game. Go back on that. The sixth seed is what time? The 10.30 Eastern game, 10.30 a.m. on Tuesday. Oh, Eastern, okay. 9.30 there. So it's early. Uh, you can better take it easy the night before. If we're the sixth seed. Yeah. But if you're the seventh seed, you're then the second game of the day. And then the night session is the 8-9 game. So that would be at 5.30 Eastern time on Tuesday. What's uh, it, what, what, I'm sorry. Go back. I was looking something up. What was the – if they're the eighth seed, where do they play? First game of the night session at 5.30 Eastern. What if they were the seventh seed? Second game of the day. Which so is what time? After the first game. Gotcha. 30 minutes after the first game. Gotcha. I wonder if they have the SEC network over where we're staying. <laughs> I want to watch some baseball. There's a lot of it, certainly. By the way, uh, this is what I was trying to find. I, I meant to look this up earlier. Uh, with that win, uh, Florida now up to 13 in RPI. Yeah. So, um, and FSU dropped all the way down to 21. So, you know, that could could be a big uh, loss in terms of them hosting. But as you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. It's not just purely RPI um, when it comes comes to that. It's just not all about that. I was gonna I'm gonna go on here and look. I gotta look real quickly for oh uh, there they are. South Carolina is seventy one in RPI. So you're not gonna you don't want to lose to them. Yeah. But beating them is probably not gonna help your RPI. I think Florida, if they can win two out of three and and at least go and, and win a couple of games maybe in the tournament. Is it one is it one and done in the uh on Tuesday. On Tuesday. But if you win, then it's double elimination starting Wednesday. So they almost have to win that game. So who would they play? Let's say they're the eight seed. Eight plays nine. Nine. Which would be Ole Miss right now. Yeah. Flip of the coin game. Ole Miss was number one in the country to start the year. They're playing really good you right now. You know what? They're not now. No, but they're playing really good. Well, so is Florida. Down the stretch, yep, as are the, the Gators. But no, it'd be, it'd be interesting. There's a lot of lot of jockeying going on because Alabama and Kentucky both have ten wins. Mississippi State has nine. Missouri has eight, and it comes down to this final weekend. Sometimes I wonder if you know. I know the SEC is the best conference. We all know that. But sometimes I wonder if you know the old saying "garbage in, garbage out" with RPI. You know, are, are SEC schools? I mean, like here's Florida. They're thirteen in RPI. Their record's under 500 in the league. But because they're play, they play such a tough schedule, and then you add in FSU and Miami, it makes it even that much tougher. Yeah, where Florida's and playing. And Liberty, actually. Yeah, they were good. When yeah. Florida's playing midweek games against these state schools that are good, you're not getting that in the middle of Arkansas or in the middle of South Carolina, places like that, where you're playing tougher competition. So Florida's always going to have one of the better strength of schedules in the entire country because of who they play midweek games. How is Vanderbilt the three in RPI? Number three in the country. They've gotten good all of a sudden. I don't know if they're that good. Where where would they play? What, what What's their seed? Right now, they're tied for fifth, sixth, and seventh with hmm. Georgia and LSU. 
And Auburn's the four. See, this is what happens. Auburn's the four. Georgia's the seven, which I don't think Georgia's that good. I think they're okay. Yeah, it's interesting. It's going to be an interesting tournament. And I hope you get to stay for a while. There's nothing worse than going all the way out there and you and driving all the way back. The next yeah, day. one game and coming back. Yeah, it's I've done it. It's not fun. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, but it certainly happened. But well, there, I there was that. several years there where f we didn't even have to go till Tuesday because you weren't playing till Wednesday, and you knew that. I know that one year Nick uh, went out there because Sully, I think, was upset that there was no media out there, so he went out there and they got beat, and he had to turn around and drive back. So didn't always work out. No, nope. I used to love covering that tournament though. It's kind of weird to be going on my little vacation this week. Um, starting Friday. Um, because this is usually the time of year when I would be working like crazy. It's wild and crazy and all this stuff's going on. And you got to, are you going to, what are you going to do? You're going to cover the, the regional for softball or the baseball series, which is, has become huge or no, nah, I'm just going to hopefully find it. Somebody with a TV that can pick one of them up. I'll find it. You always do. Yep. All right. Let's snag a break. If you want to call, you can, 392-8255, talk a little baseball, what happened uh, last night, or certainly the uh, the Heat spanking that ass on the Celtics. That was uh, a little fun in my mind. Michael's shaking his head out there, but certainly a, uh, I mean, Jimmy Butler is really, really good. I mean, you, you look at the Heat and you say, well, they don't have that superstar, but I think he has very easily turned into that to make it a... Uh, uh, a pretty special team. I think team. he's now in that argument yeah. about who is the best player in the league. I tell you what. I don't know about that. Jimmy Buckets. But he's been very good. 40 and, points. Uh, playing with a purpose. Been uh, been fun to watch. All right. Be right back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Cam Parker. The Florida Gators men's golf team is heading to the NCAA championships. The Gators finished third in the Palm Beach Regional Wednesday afternoon to advance to the program's 55th NCAA championship appearance. Additionally, this will be the fifth championship appearance under coach J.C. Deacon. The NCAA championships start on May 27th in Scottsdale, Arizona and continue until June 1st. Moving to Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays defeated Detroit 6-1 this afternoon, clinching the three-game series over the Tigers. The Rays scored three runs in the first inning to take an early lead and never looked back. Isaac Paredes hit two home runs on the day as well. Starter Drew Rasmussen pitched five complete innings with seven strikeouts. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cam Parker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? 
I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadWearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radwear Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. Radwaredesigns.com. Now that my Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi reaches all over my home, I can finally stream my history shows in my room. And play my games in the den. And of course, blast my jams all over. Mom! Sorry! Those flutists can get pretty rowdy. Stream throughout your home with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. In certain cases, panoramic Wi-Fi pods sold separately may be required for extended coverage. Restrictions apply. Your lawn isn't just a weekend chore. It's where you raise your kids. Enjoy barbecues with friends and family. It's your oasis. So come stop by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Whether you need a Kubota zero-turn mower or Kubota tractor, we've got you covered. Our hardworking team at Florida Coast are people you can trust, providing the Kubota equipment you can depend on. Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at FloridaCoastEQ.com. Our Gator coverage is so strong, we make National Geographic look like a petting zoo. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. You're flashing up on the Feinbaum show, the uh, CBS Sports. They do. They rank all 130 Division One coaches, and they. Uh, the t- they they just revealed their top ten today. Shockingly, Nick Saban's number one. Um, but it wasn't that long ago, like a year ago, that Dan Mullen's name was, yeah, it was like that fifth top, or sixth. Yeah, and that just boy that tells you how things. I mean, you think about this league and how cutthroat it is. Mullen gets fired a year after going to the to the Sugar Bowl. Ogeron gets fired two years after winning a national championship. Gene Chizik got fired two years after winning a national championship. Gus Melzahn got run out of Auburn, you know. And then beat the Gators. Yeah. It's – there's not a lot of – they don't tolerate a lot in this league. They do Especially not. in that division. Yes. Um, some, some news that is just coming out, which is, I think, very helpful for Billy Napier, speaking of football coaches – NCAA is going to allow teams to sign more than 25 players per class for the next two years as long as the school does not exceed 
85 overall scholarship players. So Yeah, my concern on this is that you could have even more coaches even being more uh, you need to you need to get in the transfer. Program, sure, of course you, know? you would. Uh, you, you're not good enough to play here, and then going out and signing guys. So, whatever I they did that, and the other thing they did was get rid of divisions, which we all knew was going to come because what they we talked about last week. Uh, you don't have you don't. I mean, nobody nobody got rid of divisions. They just said you don't have to have divisions to play in that uh, conference championship game, mm-hmm. which the Big Twelve was already doing. Um, but to me, this is kind of a dumb move. In this way, I, I was thinking about this on the drive-in. We all want to see a little more parity, don't we? Don't, don't most people want to? I mean, if you're an Alabama fan, you don't. Nick yeah. Saban said he does. He likes to see more parity. But isn't this making less parity? Because the two best teams are going to play for the conference championship. There's no chance of a nine and like that eight and four Gator team. What was nine? Well, they eight and three, I think, going in to that championship game in '92. There, you can't get into that game now. If you're Northwestern, you can't, you know, lose three games and get into the Big Twelve or Big Ten championship game. To me, it it makes it even less that there's less parity now. Because now, better games, sure. Is it a better championship? Sure. But it's probably going to be Alabama and Georgia, whether they have divisions or not. Mm-hmm. That I don't see where it's, you know, I still see where it's making to make football better. Yeah, I, I can't think of a reason why it would. I understand why it was such a big deal. In fact, within seconds, it was like the the Pac-12 was apparently ready to get in the transfer portal because seconds after the story broke, they announced no divisions for us. Start now. We're, we're getting rid of them completely. So now you just won through however many. They got 12 teams. I always get confused because their name is wrong. It is a Pac-12. They're, it is. They have 12 teams, yeah. The Big Ten doesn't have 10, and the Big 12 doesn't have 12. Correct. But they will. But then they won't, and then they will again. Well put. College football is so ridiculous sometimes. It's interesting, though. I mean, just to, to – I, I, me, personally, I, um, I love the divisions because it gave you – you could lose a game and still have something to play for if you weren't out of it. Now, I guess in the SEC now – with Georgia being so dominant and Alabama being so dominant, I don't know that that's the case. I think you just feel like, oh, you lost a game, you're pretty much screwed. You're out of it. Um, but, you know, again, do we want Wake Forest versus Pitt? No. We don't want that. We want the, be- the you know, two better teams. By the way, just some breaking news right now, just now breaking, uh, Bryson DeChambeau out of the PGA Championship. Is it coincidence, you think, that all of a sudden he bulked up like nobody ever has and has had a lot of injuries? Yeah. Tiger started struggling when he got really big. I know. You see a lot of pitchers that get too big and they start to struggle, and that's when the arm injuries happen and different things are are out there. So, yeah. Yeah, I saw a story, too, where Florida lost another guy to Tommy John, their third-string catcher. I was like, okay, I, I guess they'll be all right. They'll be fine. I know, I'm just saying. Well, at first I said, the headline was, Gators lose another player to Tommy John. I went, oh, man, who? I just went, oh, okay, that's all right. 
Yeah, Lasters hasn't played much, but he came in very highly touted, best catcher in the yeah. state. And he again, you know, he'll get this thing fixed and see what he, where he goes. Maybe he moves to first base. He may not want to play catcher anymore. Now he's got a cadaver in his arm. They still do cadavers? I don't think so. They used to. They used to. I know they did on ACLs. So I remember Terry Jackson was like, man, I got a dead man walking around inside me. In there. All right, let's get uh, Jerry to join us next year on the show. Hey, Jerry, what's up? Oh, just uh, a little warm. But, uh, you know, it's 95 degrees and lovely outside. I, um, I, I was listening to Pat's arguments, which are always interesting, um, and about parody, and it, it kind of, kind of struck me just um, that maybe the, the way the system is set up, it's kind of a, I don't know how to put this, it's, it, it's, it's kind of lateral uh, as far as the playing field, but I was thinking that. You know, given the amounts of money that, you know, Texas, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, you know, you, you there's about, what, like maybe 30 teams in that group that really have the wherewithal to, you know, have the facilities and, the, you know, just the, just the whole nine yards of, you know, all the best stuff. But once you're kind of out of that top, what, 20 or 30, you're, you you really have no shot at it. And I was thinking maybe what we should do is instead of having, you know, a hundred and whatever uh, division ones, we can have that, but have a tiered system. So, you you know, it, and, I, and I, I know that this opens up a big can of worms and I don't know how you would do it, um, you know, but I, I think that partially it's, it's going to be based on how much, you know, I, I hate to put net worth or how much money you're getting into your program, um, that there could be a tiered system of, of playoffs and teams, you know, that, that where there is parity. I, I, don't, I don't know if that makes any sense, but um, I, 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 it kind of struck me that, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of places that, you know, like you said, Lake Forest, Northwestern, you know, well, maybe not Northwestern, but Wake Forest. You know those uh, those kind of middle of the road Memphis. Well, we're starting to lose you there, Jerry. Well, you got the gist of what I was saying. Though, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Okay. Yeah. All right, and I'll uh, I'll hang up and listen. And thanks, guys. Appreciate right. it. Appreciate the call. Yeah. No, we'll see what what happens in the next five years with the NCAA. Well, not I want to say the NCAA with college football. Whether it breaks off and and maybe makes it a sixty team conference, you know, and then sorry, the rest of you we're different than you, as Gene Smith said, you know, we're different than everybody else. Uh, so we need to be in our own league. Whether that happens or not, uh, whether it was tiered like that, the the, the problem you're going to have, and it, I think we may be heading towards this, but the problem you you have is those. Let's just say they, they end up making it 40 teams, 40 Power 5 teams, break off into their own conference, own rules. You're still going to have rules, uh, but we you can set your own rules. Who's going to watch any of the other games? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I don't know that I'm interested in watching, and I love college football, but if, if nobody's got – like, 
with Coastal Carolina as good as they were a couple of years ago, with Liberty, with with those kind of teams being good, you're kind of like, well, you know, they could sneak into the playoffs. They didn't, but you were just, you know, you at least had a chance. Um, if you if you do it, and that's going to be the interesting thing. This is why I'm not sure we'll ever see this, this where they split off because are you going to take everybody from a Power 5 conference? Well, does – does everybody want all those Big 12 teams that they brought in late? And does anybody want Vanderbilt for football? Mm-mm. No. I mean, you want them for a win, but I, I don't know. I don't know what the answers are. I mean, you would you you would create more parity if you did that like you did 30, 30, 30, and 30. But I don't know that the third, the, the second, third, and fourth 30s are going to be very interesting. Watchable, yeah. Yeah. That's my thought on that. It's a good thought. And we'll get many more of Pat's thoughts and uh, your questions and comments in the second hour. That'll do it for hour number one. If you want to be a part of things, you can. 392-8255. Here all the way until 6 o'clock. So come join us on the tailgate. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Since 1971, Melden Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Melden Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. At Radiant Credit Union, a home loan isn't just a home loan. It's a promise to be by your side and in your corner. It's a commitment to helping you build the future of your dreams. And it's a shared vision of what could be with big barn doors and shiplap. So much shiplap. Radiant Credit Union is here for you today, here for you tomorrow, and here for your next 30 years and beyond. Get started today at RadiantCU.org slash mortgage. Equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five 
five-star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first, and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. We are back here uh, for the second hour brought to you by Melden Law. They won't back down. We're trying to see if every Brave can blow a save in today's game. First it was Jensen in the bottom of the night, gives up a run, ties the game. Then it was Darren O'Day. Yeah, that's your boy. unfortunate. Yeah. But it was an it was an unearned run. Okay. So it wasn't necessarily well, don't his fault. On base, he only then. gave up one hit. One and then a sacrifice fly, and he got a strikeout, so he didn't pitch all it that bad. It still goes down as a blown save, just so you know. I know. <laughs> These, this team, they, they're a weird team this year. They just don't – like they'll win a game, and then you go, okay, I think they got things going, and they'll lose two in a row. And they'll win a couple, and you go, okay. maybe they're... what they did last year, and you gave up on them. I did. And then they won but it all. But they weren't losing everybody to injury like, like last year. They This year it's – What do you mean? They've got everybody. They lost Azunia and no, this year they haven't lost. Azunia's Zuna's back. Cunha's back now. Yeah, but he's been still hurt after coming back, so they're not full yet, and they're missing Rosario. They're missing Freddie Freeman is what they're missing. Yes, that is a big part of it. All right, well, if you missed us and you want to chat, you can three nine two eight two five five. Call us like Ryan did. What's up, Ryan? Oh, happy Wednesday! I couldn't even think what that was. Yep. Yeah, I don't feel – I ain't going to get on, on Darren too much. Jansen walked the leadoff runner in the ninth, and, you know, you always set yourself up for failure when you put yep, you can't do that leadoff runner. Darren had that whole – dude, that whole freaking Little League crap, dude starting on second base crap. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of – then he had, had Yelich coming up, who's, you know, been one of the best hitters in the league for 10 years now. So. Yeah, and that's a bad matchup with a lefty on a side armor. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, Jansen, I mean, we had a 4-0 lead after three. So, you know, we blew it. And that's all you can say. There. That's right. That's what they've done. You know, hey, they did that uh, <clears throat> Sunday. You know, we lost one to nothing on a daggone wild pitch. I mean, Anderson did all he could, but we, we had two hits. And then I, I saw that we went down in the, the eighth and the ninth, but, I mean, uh, strikeouts. Six, six outs, six strikeouts. Can't put the ball in play. And – uh I'm just wondering, Jeff, and I know this kind of came up a little bit last night, but when are these cats going to put their egos aside and start laying down some butt and and make this shift crap go away? Like, that would end it. Well, it's never going to happen in the big leagues. In, in college, certainly, but that's just its not what the the GMs want. It's not what the owners want, not what the fans want. And I think it's, it's certainly frustrating. I and mean, maybe some fans do that understand the game and enjoy it, but it's not the the sexy home run. And I think you'll, you'd rather have somebody if you're 
in, in a game or the GM or manager run into a ball once and strike out three other times and they did their one thing and, and that's the way that teams go about it. It's unfortunate because it's not the way the, the game's supposed to be, but that's why you see people doing the shift and, and more and more. I mean, heck, if you go to a Rays game, they shift on just about every single player. Yeah. And it works. And, I mean, you would think somebody would say, well, damn, these guys have won the, the East the last two years. Maybe we should try to beat them a different way, but they don't. Yeah, and even even you look at a guy like Judd Fabian, who's one for his last 30 now. 32. 32. Oh, that's right, he did have two more at-bats. So one for 32. But people are still going to – I mean, they're going to love – get him because he can hit homers. He hits 240, hits 25 dongs, plays great center field. You can last a long time in the in the big leagues. Jeff, don't tell Sully that because then uh, he might pull a – be like a – Callie Lau and benching when you tell him he's one for the last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I get it. I understand the whole you know chicks dig the long ball and all that crap. But I, I actually heard over the weekend that was Max Muncy and Bellinger and a few of them dudes, and, and we know how good Freddie controls the bat, and we've seen him do it a few times. But I heard Muncy laid one down, and they were talking about they might start doing that more often. I just think eventually, if you did it, I think you know it would bring. People have to get honest again and, and bring it back around. But like I said, I know the egos and all that's not going to allow it. But, uh, well, and teams did do that. Like they, they were shifting a lot on Thompson earlier in the year, and Thompson was willing to do that. So I think you, a guy you did could it see for that. FSU last night because Colby Holter was playing so deep at third. Yeah, made well, it easily. But yeah, they had gotten three innings of no hit ball either, so they were trying to just yeah. do something different. But still, when they're playing back that far, that's sometimes we wonder why they don't. Yeah, I'm glad old Junior pulled that dude last night. He kept saying it, but it didn't make any sense. But Stupid. That, uh, sure was glad to see that cat get out of there, man. I know. He was owning this for a while. And that's the thing. I mean, we still – I mean, that, that game and, and what we've done here lately, I mean, we're beating teams we should have, and then pulling that one out last night was big for us, I think, in the, just in the resume. But uh, still a lot of big holes in some of these bats for long oh, stretches. Huge. You know? Huge holes. And that, and that is – but, again, they – you know, they're swinging hard. I mean, you know, as, as good as Langford's been, one of those swings he took, I think in the, in, I think it was during the final at bat. He swung so hard at a pitch that was ended up almost being in the dirt because it was a changeup. Yeah, but he always swings that hard. No, he sw- it was the hardest swing I've ever seen. No, he does that all the time except for when there's two strikes. Swings out of his ass, but it works more often than not. He's got pretty – he's only struck out three times in 11 games. Yeah, he's not a good, a good uh, example to use. I, no, I've got like seven <laughs> other examples I can use of guys yeah, who frustrated me last night. Yeah. Well, hey, and speaking of, speaking of egos, um, and I hadn't actually told to talk about this, but the end of the last hour on this subject. But Pat, do you think? And I like I said, I know it won't. Unless the almighty dollar eventually spoke enough, and, and some some of these one of these commissioners out there, one of these random, not Power 5 leagues, decided to do something. But do you think they would ever consider spring football to have, you know, to have all eyes on themselves and maybe get better TV? Because I'm, I'm with you. Like, I mean, the, when it, once it goes to these all these power conferences, it's like, what's the interest in some of this other stuff? No, I think well, – well, I'm not saying that if they, if they do – let's say the big conferences pull away and, you know, again, I, who knows what it could be. Let's say a 50-team league. Yeah, I could see where the other ones would go maybe to a spring football league. Um, you know, but that, that, I mean, again, they just, it, if if you're on a campus, a college campus, you don't want them playing football in the spring. 
Spring is when you sit around and watch baseball with your, you know, your tank top on and and drink a beer. But spring um, – so, I mean, I know that, that the FCS schools did that uh, during the COVID year. COVID, right. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't – did it attract many eyes? Not mine. <laughs> no, not me. Yeah, hey, I was just curious. I mean, like I said, if that would be something they would ever consider. But um, anyway, hey, I'm going to get out on this, Jeff. Uh, well, two things. One, I believe it was on your podcast, Pat. Um, you were talking about the the weekend that the track team had, Mouse Holloway. And uh, I don't know if y'all saw this over the weekend, but uh, it'd be about a, she'd be about 10 years out for Mouse. But uh, the girl that lost her shoes when the race started, like a seven-year-old. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Starts, she runs out of her shoes. She goes back, picks them up, and then she still smokes everybody. That was that was funny. Her parents were like uh, were like professional athletes, so she's really? got a little little good stuff in her jeans. jeans. That's what I heard. The dad's like a professional boxer or whatever. But uh, and then and and the last thing Jeff I was going to ask you was uh, uh after uh, Sunday the final out there in uh, Columbia did you, you and the official scorer and the uh, the actual scoreboard operator did you happen to take them out for a drink because I know you enjoyed their presence so much. This no, <laughs> luckily I was trying to uh, leave as quick as I could from from Como, so I didn't. What was your problem with them? They just the, the the scoreboard person just kept falling asleep, would miss the count half the time, or not even put anything on there. So that would get frustrating. And then the official score may just it's been a long two boneheaded calls. Yeah, there was raccoon poop on the stairs for two days, and nobody cleaned it up. <laughs> I mean, that's the type of operation they were running up there. You know, I know we have raccoons in in this state, but I've never seen one at a game. It's because they're nocturnal. Well, you saw one at the uh, Arkansas game because yeah, he was hungry and he had rabies because he'd been getting he'd been getting right fed by people, yeah. so he wasn't afraid of them. Exactly, and that that's why you don't feed raccoons. They yeah, look so cute. You ain't supposed to be seeing one in daylight, I assure you of that. Well, it was uh, a yeah, night game, I, and the guy got bit. But he didn't get bit till he let it go. When he let it go, it bit him. Yep. And they I actually know, had him that. on the yeah. rally cap show. They had him on the show. Hmm. Like, got his five minutes. They're hard up for stories. Get anything. Was it LSU? Was that was it the possum they yeah. did a couple years ago? Like, no. We'll go to anything in baseball because of the superstitions, <laughs> but... Well, the yeah, rally possum even made Jeff hate LSU even more. Yeah. Jeff, I know you always bring up scores and stuff and dumb decisions, but then uh, that that operator said that was just I don't know how many times you had to say, well, actually, it's now three and two, despite what the not that we could see it, you know, listening, but I sure. just thought, man, what you you must have said it a, a half a dozen times at least. I was like, what is this guy doing? Yeah, yeah it was it was for? getting it was getting frustrating, but. Whatever. Jeff does not put up we, with fools. You yes. do not suffer fools well. Don't be an idiot. That's one of my, my mantras. And don't be but, late. Yeah, but yeah, don't be late. And do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. Oh, congratulations <laughs> to Austin, man. That was awesome. Yeah, cool. Thank you. I appreciate it, Ryan. That's, it was, that's it was a fun. Big, that's, a, yeah, that's a big freaking deal. State, man. That's awesome. Yep. It was a good year. All right, fellas. Be looking for right, the man. Call. Start tomorrow night, brother. Appreciate yep, it. appreciate you. Let's uh, stick with the phones and get Jeff to join us. Hey, Jeff. Gentlemen, how are you? Great. Hey, uh, you know, um, he just brought up the, the losing two shoes and jumping back on the track and winning the race. Do you, Pat probably may remember this or may not, but Chris Rainey one time in the uh, spring game had his shoes so loose that he lost both of them on a run. He gained like 30 yards. 
but he was running bare. Uh, he was running with his socks on uh, toward the end of the of the run, and uh, that's kind of Chris Rennie like. Yeah, but not very smart in a spring game to take a chance on getting cleated on your bare foot. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would have just stopped right there. And go, hey, hey, no shoes, no shoes, no shoes. <laughs> uh, and you got you, uh, you guys were talking about the, the, the commissioner and the, uh, for. You know, future college football and maybe 40 or 50 teams. My question is, will the SEC and the Big Ten buy into this? Because that, that kind of suggests that there's going to be some financial parity, uh, you know, some gifts from the SEC and the Big Ten to uh, teams that are, you know, going to be $50 million a year behind them in TV revenue. I don't think the SEC is going to do that. Uh, unless they can get a, a deal out of it. I was listening to uh, the Seminole podcast, Ira Schiffel and Corey Clark and Gene Williams. Those guys are scared to death that, uh, that Florida State's going to be left in the lurch. They're just begging for a, a 40 or 50 team conference and a commissioner that'll create parity and TV revenue spread out across everybody. Well, it's going to depend. I mean, you, you mentioned it. the Big Ten and SEC have to sign on or there will, that will never happen. The only way it, it can possibly happen is if um, I, 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 you're, you're shaking your head and I'm shaking my head because we just saw the Braves again took a lead and again blew it and lost actually to the Brewers. So at least I can quit talking about those guys for a while. That makes me mad. They had the lead in four straight innings. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be an interesting dynamic. The SEC and Big Ten have to agree to do it. Now, th- that is where you get the interesting part. If the SEC has got a 16-team league coming up, right? So there's 16 teams. The Big Ten's got, what, 12 teams? Yeah. There's 28. You're, you're, you're running out of teams pretty quick. So I think everybody's worried about getting le- left in a lurch, that they could be part of this conference that – this other conference that plays for participation trophies, you know. Uh, now, again, we maybe we won't see it for that reason. But um, Well, it, what they're worried about, Pat, on the Atlantic Coast, is those TV markets are horrible. I mean, other well, That's than why their State TV deal is not very good. Yeah, and so – I mean, Florida State and Clemson want to get out. They want to be able to make the, the yeah. revenue, and they're being weighted down by all those other uh, schools. Well, you think and about just, you think about the the conference, and I mean, again, the SEC is not exactly these great uh, big cities, but nobody in Boston College really cares. I mean, Boston really cares about Boston. There's more important things to care. People in Miami, everybody wants to talk about Miami's got you know this great thing going. No, they don't. They they play twenty miles away from their campus, and you know the obviously, um, you know when you look at some of the other ones, even Georgia Tech. Do you think Georgia Tech matters in Atlanta? Not that much, and that's part of the problem. Is the eyes aren't on the TVs in that conference? Yeah, I mean th- these Seminole guys are like apoplectic that Vanderbilt's going to make fifty million dollars more than Florida State. <laughs> And it, it's going to be reality. And the difference is, years. if FSU got it, they would spend some of it. Vanderbilt won't. Exactly. Vanderbilt, I don't know what they do with it. 
Vanderbilt's got no – you guys mentioned there's no space up here. I mean, you could literally stand in the football facility and stick your hand out and grab <laughs> a beam on the baseball oh, yeah. facility. And then you could throw a golf ball over to the basketball facility. I mean, they, they have no space at all. Well, yeah, because the space is all taken up by bars and restaurants downtown. It's a great city, but it's not a city for sports. Yeah, they're just they're, – but they're, they're building these two little – big towers that look like European things right now. It's kind of a little strange what they're doing, but it's, it's obviously for smart people. So they've got a lot of hospitals and different things going on there. The campus isn't very big at all. So there's not much room around it. And then right off, it's right off the campus, there's houses and everything else. Yeah. There's just no space left. Yeah. I mean, it's charming place. Sure. Uh, but, 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 um, you know, it's, it, they're landlocked. Yep. They're kind of like it's, uh, it's unlike Florida every State SEC is. city. It's, it's there's nothing like it anywhere else in the conference. No doubt about it. Well, gentlemen, take care. Thank you all so much. All right, Jeff. Thank you. We'll uh, snag a break. Rit, swing the bat. You'll join us next. And then anybody else who wants to be uh, right behind them, you can do it. Three nine two eight two five five. Join us here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jamie Goldman. The Florida Gators men's golf team is heading to the NCAA championships. The Gators finished third in the Palm Beach Regional this afternoon to advance to the program's 55th NCAA championship appearance. They finished today four strokes under par and six strokes behind second place FSU. The NCAA championships start on May 27th in Scottsdale, Arizona, and they continue until June 1st. Moving to the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays defeated Detroit 6-1 this afternoon, clinching the three-game series over the Tigers. The Rays scored three runs in the first inning to take an early lead and never looked back. The Gator baseball team starts their final series of the regular season tomorrow when they host South Carolina. Florida has won 11 of their last 13 games. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jamie Gold. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Aw, oh, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? 
The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Doing that. All right, are you? Let me ask you this, Jeff Cardozo. Are you excited about the PJ Championship? I know you'll be able to watch some of it, but obviously with uh, your schedule, it'll be difficult. Sunday, you'll be free. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's uh, golf, and it's a major. It's a major. There's no DeChambeau. I think that, that's going to be a fun pairing with Tiger and Spieth and Rory. You know that I heard this stat, and and this was very interesting, that Tiger has played in uh, whatever the number is, nineteen PGA Championships. Okay, whatever the number was, he's always been the early late every time. It's supposed to be kind of random, but the PGA they go no, we're gonna set up the way we want. We know what we want, Tiger, on Friday in the afternoon. Sure, we don't want him on Thursday in the afternoon. We want him in the at Friday. It's more eyes on the on the prize. So. Uh, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be fun. I think it's it's hard not to pick pick uh, Scotty Scheffler the way he's going though, man. It should be fun. And it's uh, hard not to pick Radiant Credit Union as your bank of choice if you're looking for something because they continue with their Nickelback program to just pay back their members. Yesterday's Nickels paid out fourteen thousand six hundred and twenty six. It's more than forty six million nickels. They have given back to their uh, members now. So make sure you check them out. Radiant Credit Union. Go online, see all the great things that they have, and you will be what? a good thing. I was trying to I was trying to get my uh, app up here that I could see how many nickels that mm, Do it up. Rit, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, disappointing outcome last night. Uh, born and bred Celtics fan. It was uh, disappointing to see him collapse like that. They're, they're not shocking. Um, you miss two of your yeah. best players, yeah. Yeah, and and you give yeah. give. Well, I mean, the, the Heat have been playing defense all year. I mean, that's that's how they win. So, well, I'm sure they'll figure something out. Is, 
as Jason Tatum is, Marcus Smart is really the most important player on that team. He's, sure. he's the catalyst for, for everything. So, uh, Any update on Al Horford? I haven't heard anything. It doesn't look like he'll play the next game either. There's Smart's probable, but Hor- Horford's not. Is Horford totally a COVID? It said health protocols. That's Yeah, they, did, they didn't get into it last night. Yeah. Totally kind of vague, but I guess you would assume that's what it is. Yep. Could um, be contact racing. I bet it, if he's missing a second game, that that seems like a lot. But I don't know. Be nice to know. I mean, I don't know what, what the days are. That if he misses a second, that would mean he'd miss a third, probably right? Because we're not too far away from the last series. So yeah, I'm not uh, sure how they how that how that'll work. But um, they need him back, and they obviously need Marcus Smart a lot for that. But Jeff yeah. hopes that neither one of them play at all. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tyler Hero just falling out of control last night. So I know Jimmy went off, but he, that kid is a spark plug. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry. During the program, I, mean, I hear folks talking about uh, college football realignment, and it, it it one double A is about to make a comeback, right? Because there there's no way you can have a relegation system like uh, the Premier League does uh, over in in England. Um, so the, what's the newest on this 50 team league or, well, it's, it's literally that? just people guessing. It's, it's people saying this may be where we he- we're heading. Now, Gene Smith did kind of add fuel to the fire when he said, look, eventually we may uh, have to have one, one thing that is just football and, and take control of the, of the uh, playoffs and, uh, and cause, because we're the, the quote was we're not like you guys we're not like um, South Alabama we're not like Middle Tennessee we're different budgets different everything uh, but that is some of the excitement about all of a sudden you're you're sitting there on a Saturday watching games and you go holy crap is Appalachian State really beating Michigan right now let me let me find yeah. that game somewhere so that would take a little bit away but I guess they that'll be the thing let's say. 60 teams pull away, and so we're going to start our own thing. We're going to run it. Uh, sorry about the rest of you, the other 70. Those 60 teams still have to, you know, they'll have a schedule reveal that will be kind of like the NFL one, which will be even more exciting. But are they even going to be uh, – are the other 70 teams even going to play them? Are they going to say, well, the heck with you. We're not going to play you anymore. We're gonna get... Although what would be the point, though? Nah, there well, would be no point. Because, because they would be have their feelings hurt. Yeah, it, it's well those are, those days have come and gone though, right? I mean, we're we're well past that. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if they if they did. I mean, they'd have to dissolve the conferences first, right? And then if if that happens, you have to beg to ask the question: What's up with Vanderbilt? What's up with you know smaller schools like that? Even Duke, um, you know. That, that can't really, that don't have the budget or the interest or the infrastructure for football. And football can't happen in the spring for, for those schools. It, that would, in my opinion, the uh, logistics with spring sports and stuff like that, that would upset a lot of things. But great show as always, guys, and thank you. All right, appreciate you. It is an, it's an interesting dynamic, and nobody really has the answers. A lot of people guess, but nobody really, um, really knows where we're heading. I mean, they're trying to get NIL under control. I heard somebody talking about it today. It was kind of interesting. They said, look, there are a lot of bigger issues in college football 
why are they worried about this? Well, because it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. And at least you say, well, we, we're still in the news and we're getting rid of divisions. I don't know. I, I always like divisions. I think, I think they're kind of fun, but who cares? Is it really that big a deal whether they have them or not to you? I mean, it makes it more exciting because you have a chance but, to compete. And but they don't have them in basketball. Nobody cares about that, right? Right. And they do in baseball and softball, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, softball they don't, it, I don't think. Yeah, it's just a... You may be right. Yeah, softball, no. No, there isn't in softball. So, I don't know. It's crazy. See what's... Uh, different rules for everybody. Yep. Mikey, what's up? Welcome to the Cattlemen. What's going on, gentlemen? Nothing. Hey, uh, Jeff, you slipped out the side door on me yesterday. I wanted to uh, ask y'all about uh, FSU, but I wanted to get your old story on Tony Valls. It sounded like a good story. I was wanting to hear it oh, in Atlanta. Oh, he just um, he was out there watching a, um, a, a kid's game, a 15-year-old game, and he was looking at somebody from the other team. So I went up and very nicely said hello, and I said, Hey, Tony, I'm the, the radio guy for the Gators, and – you know, trying to be all nice to him. And then I said, you know, hey, and we, we've got a kid that's going to X school. You may want to take a peek at him. And he just kind of <laughs> like he just like basically blew me off. And I'm like, all right, Jack Wagon, I've seen, you know, 20 years worth of baseball just like you have. I'm not just some schmuck, but he treated me like I was a schmuck. So that's all. I, even though I was very nice, I was very complimentary to him. I said, you know, hey, it was fun. It was a fun atmosphere going there. Um, you you got those guys playing really well this year. Congratulations and and Jeff holds a grudge. Believe me. Yeah. Don't be a, don't be a dick when I'm trying to be nice to you, especially in the subline. If you if you if you mess with me in the subline, I'm gonna get it to you. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound like much. That that sounds like a lot of sizzle, not much steak there. You know, these coaches get players referred to them all the time, and uh, you know how. They but it wasn't even really that. It was it was like it it was like give me give me the two seconds that. I I just sucked your nuts and told you how good your program was and I mean don't sit there and then blow me off. I'm not just some schmuck. Cuz I did I did the same I did the same I did the same thing to the Auburn coach and we sat there and talked for 20 minutes. Yeah, well, I will say, I mentioned this to you, Jeff. Uh, he had a lot of great things to say about Sully, and he really likes the uh, uh, utility or I guess the uh, locker room guy y'all have down there in Florida. Apparently there's a lot of esprit de corps on uh, washing uniforms for the visiting team, and the tr- the managers get involved a lot. And he had a lot of really good things to say about Sully, and especially the equipment guy there at Florida when all that stuff kind of blew up about the locker room and the helmets and all that. Yeah, because Florida does it right. Missouri didn't do it right. The Gators had like four shirts stolen from yeah. their laundry ah, from really? Missouri. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I just, I was, just, I was just kind of curious about the story. I, good to hear. I wasn't a whole lot to that. I mean, these guys get players thrown at them probably twenty four seven. It had had nothing to do with hey, the, uh, the player I, thrown at them, Mike. It had to do with the yeah, way he okay. treated me. Yeah. Like I said, I'd have to be there to look at it, but just uh, kind of curious about the story. Hey, Pat, um, question for you about Mike Norvell. We were talking about Miami yesterday, and I mentioned to you, I thought Miami's whiffed on uh, Diaz. And, you know, you could probably defend Cristobal, but he did get fired at FIU. Uh, crazy COVID years. Um want to recommend a website I've mentioned to you before, coacheshotseat.com. It's not darts on the wall. There's a method to the madness. I think Norvell's number 21. Um, I can't imagine him throwing up another – he, I'm guessing he probably needs to up an eight and four. I'm, I'm sure you think he's in. Eight and four, he wouldn't be in any trouble. I mean, first of all, they got a really tough schedule. 
you know, they open with LSU, right? Um, so I don't think eight and four would. I, I mean, they need to see some progress. But the, the, the trouble for FSU is very similar to the problem that Florida has, the problem that Tennessee's had, the problem a lot of schools have had is they keep going through coaches and, and nobody can ever build recruiting class after recruiting class. So it's really tough. And, and that if FSU does that again, I, I don't think that they may never get back. Yeah, but in the in the narrative supposedly or the word that if he, she's got a little money trouble, they don't have the super uh, boosters that some of these other schools do. Yeah, I think they've kind of gotten they kind. I don't want to say they've resolved that problem, but they were uh, in in a bit of a pickle there, and uh, that was one one reason Jimbo wanted to leave because they wouldn't do the things that he wanted them to, and I think that some other big money people did come in and go, hey, we can't do we can't let a national championship coach go, and it, again. So, um, yeah, we, we'll see. You know, last hour you were talking about the rising and stock, falling stocks of these coaches. Tom Allen, Indiana, who was a really hot name a year or two back, he's 11 on coach's hot seat. But going back to uh, Norvell there, Pat, I just have a hard time seeing FSU swallowing. Hell, he, let's say he shows up at 6-6 six and six or something. I just have a hard time seeing FSU swallowing another ho-hum year out of that. The, the, the word on him is he runs a loose ship. Of course, these days with NIL, who cares anymore? But, uh, you know, the guy's got some skeletons in his closet like a lot of these coaches. And, uh, you know, the old saying, Pat, desperate times call for desperate measures. Uh, there's a guy with a visor one phone call away, and it's not Steve Spurrier. Not going to talk about it. <laughs> Y'all hang in there. It's a daily call, and I'm not going to talk about it anymore. In fact, I kind of had grown to like this coach he's talking about. Yeah. But he has now pushed me away from him. He's a good coach. He's a really good coach. That's what I talked about yesterday. But, you you know, you can't keep making the same point over and over again. Agreed. Let's see what uh, point Porter's got to make today. What's up, Porter? Hey, well, when I was hearing your story about uh, talking to, uh, you know, Tennessee coach, uh, what you should have said was, you really ought to look at him. Florida would offer him, except his grades aren't good enough. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would have been pretty if, funny. If he, if he started blowing you off, then that should have been the follow-up. It's kind of like my buddy used to uh, his his famous line is he he'd ask ask a girl to dance, and if she said no, he got to look at her and say, "I didn't ask you to dance. I said you look kind of fat in those pants." <laughs> but um, it was a way to save face, supposedly. But um, uh, I had a question to ask. Dang, I lost lost my train of thought for a second. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, they were showing the, how, how close Florida and Florida State were in the, in the stats, RPI, and um, uh, so forth, and and you know one on one against each other. And but the conference record for FSU was a lot better. Okay, so that just that in and of itself shows you how much how much more competitive the SEC is. And we know that um, top to bottom. I don't. I think the SEC might be. You know, there aren't those two or three teams that are just horrible. The horrible teams are just you know. This year, not as good as they could be. You know, do you, what's your take? Do you agree? Or I, I completely agree, and and that's where Florida State gets to pad some of those wins, and why Florida's RPI is a little bit better. But that's where eight spots better now. But but then the you know the hard part is, and I don't know if you heard this earlier. We were talking a little bit about it on the baseball show. Porter was the the problem is if Florida finishes eighth or ninth in right. the SEC, there's no way that they're going to be hosting and be a top 16, you're not going to give the ninth best team in a conference a, a top 16 seed. 
But because Florida State is a little bit better of a record, that's why if you sweep this weekend, if you're the Gators, you get above 500, mm-hmm. and and maybe even Florida State loses a couple to North Carolina this weekend because they're they're three games above 500, and the Gators are one game below 500. So that could even some stuff out. So that was where it was big last night, the head-to-head, especially if uh, North Carolina can take care of business and beat them a couple times. Yeah, that was that. It's always good when FSU loses, no matter sure. what. Um, and it, uh, uh, for the for the SEC tournament, I'm not positive that's that, that's right. There's 14 teams in the SEC. The bottom two don't go, correct? Correct. Right now, so that so the 12. It isn't. It's not. It's, uh, what is it? Seven, eight, and nine are hosting 10, 11, and 12, right? Or is it six, seven? Or is it uh, what? One, two, five, three, four get a buy. So, right, yeah, so five, five, six, five plays five. 12, six plays 11, seven plays so 10, is, eight plays nine. So five is five is, is going to get the – five plays the first game, don't they? And then six will play the second? No, five like five plays the, the night game. Five plays the very last game. Oh, okay, okay. I misunderstood. That's why I was thinking – I was I was losing the count of a number. I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. But, okay, so five <laughs> – you get penalized for being pissed then. Yes, Exactly. And you should get penalized for being 12. Okay. All right. Just want to clarify that. Go Gators. Be safe, everyone. All right, Porter. Thank you. We'll uh, snag a break. We'll come back and uh, tell you about some uh, happy people in Orlando. Big uh, big night for the uh, Magic fans last night when we come back here on the tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold 
cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. I'm Randy Wright in the UF Weather Center with an increasing chance for rain as we look towards the coming weekend. Between now and then, though, the warmth continues with primarily dry conditions. Overnight tonight, partly cloudy. We'll drop to 70 for the overnight low. A light southwest wind at 5 to 10. Thursday's outlook includes more of the same. A mix of sun and clouds, the wind southwest at 10 to 15, and the high near 95. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Three-time All-NBA defensive team, Patrick Beverly. With CP3, would you deem him as a top five point guard to ever play the game of basketball? Top ten, that's pushing it. Top five, no. And there's no discredit to CP. He's going to be a Hall of Fame, of course, but, I mean, we talking about some studs, man. If you give anyone the keys for that long, you should have those numbers. Key, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. WRUF Radio Your source for sports Every second of every hour Of every day You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF The home of the Florida Gators I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators And you're listening to the tailgate On ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF The flagship of the Florida Gators All right, we are back. Only about uh, 18 minutes left in today's show. And again, we got a little bit of a late start, but not that late. We only lost about a few minutes because of the Rays game. And then Jeff and I were forced to watch on GameCast that Braves blow three leads and lose in, what was it, 11 innings? 11. Yeah. Stink. I hate it. I hate losing. Yeah, it was tough. But uh, Magic didn't lose last night. They were the uh, the winners of the the draft lottery, they uh, they got the right ping pong ball, and they now get the number one overall pick. And I don't know if there is like a sexy overall number one, like a surefire thing. But you know, a lot of people are saying it should be the the center from Gonzaga. Everybody remembers uh, Chet Holmgren, seven footer. But he looks like me, or even worse, dude's under. Oh, he's seven you're feet tall, way he's thicker than he is, under two hundred pounds. You're so I just thinking. don't know if the NBA, if if that, if if he's going to be good in the NBA, guys will be able to push him around because he wasn't necessarily that good in the NCAA tournament. When you think of the 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 good the guys who are, are uh, you know, six eleven seven foot type yeah. guys that that are really good players that can shoot, none of them look like him. No, they're not rails. Yeah, they they are all kind of thick guys. You know, whether it's Embiid or. Um, you know, even obviously Kevin Durant, you, 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 somebody could make that comparison, but he's still way thicker than Holmgren yeah, and way more athletic. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, he may turn into a pre- really good player, but he better not be your centerpiece. So then you go, okay, so do I want to go for two guys that are freshmen that are were really good, but they also had, there were deficiencies in their games. Of course, they're freshmen in college, and you can maybe coach it out of them. And Jabari Smith, I mean, would disappear for different time at times. Yeah, 
But he also looked really good when he when he took the over Gators, the game. When he took over the game, yeah. Same with um, and then the, the other guy, you know, you would think they'd consider would be the the kid from Duke, Banchero, who was really like good in the lot. he was good in the tournament. Yeah. I mean, he willed them to to get to where they did and help out Coach K to to make it. So I, yeah. that's who I would go with. Well, he and he can he can shoot. Uh, he can take. He can make threes. He's he's got that spin move. He's got he's able to go one on one post up. But there, I will say this: there were times during the season I watched a lot of Duke games that he was very inconsistent. Where all of a sudden he would disappear. Now again, we're talking about freshmen, you know, yeah. in, in, in college in big time atmospheres, and sometimes that happens. But I, I would definitely, I would lean towards Banchero would be the guy I would pick. But that's, you know, a lot of who I would, I think they should pick is based on what I saw in college, not maybe workouts and stuff like that. But that's who I would take. We shall see what they do. But it'll be fun at least to uh, see the team close by, have that number one pick. John, what's up? Welcome to the tailgate. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. Um, Jeff, I'm saying that I'm right any time in my life, but I was feel like I had a little bit of clairvoyance last night. And I was – when when uh, Steve was talking about the woes that the, that the pitcher coming in for Florida State, I figured Thompson's going to come in and hit a walk-off. So I guess I can say that I – that I called that, <laughs> so I can say awesome. that only time in my life. There you go. You missed so, uh, uh, you missed Burke calling. Uh, Fabian was going to hit a walk off. Oh yeah. <laughs> he didn't get a chance <laughs> he got, to. No, he got the... he didn't get a chance to do that. No, he didn't. Uh, um, Pat, uh, I watched the. I was working last night, but I watched the uh, rebroadcast of your sh- you guys' show yesterday, and you were talking talking about one of my favorite shows was Wild Wild West, the original yeah. series. Dun, dun, and I remember dun, as a kid, I was scared to death because that that little fellow, I think it was Doctor Doctor Loveless, show, yep. Loveless, whatever, you know, Loveless. <laughs> but uh, I think it was Miguelito Loveless was his name. What was his name? I think it was Miguelito for some reason. I'm gonna oh, okay. look that up. I think it was. But I remember that show. You talked about they did the little picture on picture when the, when we go to a commercial, and you'd always seen that guy on it. I was like, man, I just I seemed like I had nightmares watching. You know, seeing that guy because I never, you know, you're a little kid. You never seen somebody like that short. You thought, where did they get this guy? You know, it is. By the way, it is Miguelito Loveless. I got that right, Miguelito nice. Quixote uh, Loveless. Now that is a guy of uh, parents that really wanted to name their kid something different. Miguelito Quixote Loveless, but he was scary. You know, and he, you know, he was a, an eminence of him, but he, you know, he seemed like the. You know, James West always came out on the end. But uh, when we come to the uh, – to tell you guys, uh, especially you, Pat, because I know you say you got greatest – you know, you had greatest players, I guess, of, of, in Gainesville. And I would like to get – you know, maybe you can go through top five. I know, you, you know, no-brainer is quarterback. So I would like to get your top five corners. You know, just just going down the list if you guys got – if you got some slow time over the summer. Of all time for Florida? Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. We could yeah. do a different one every day. I think you've done something like that before, but I'd like to get your you know, update, you know, update, you know, you you know, you've had some guys in recent history. You know, I think you you'd mentioned, you know, some corners that have gone into the NFL and they really haven't panned out. I mean, I think Joe Hayden's had a pretty good career. I don't think he's, yeah. he's had a spectacular career, but I, I anyway, think the guy think that surprises me the most is uh Tease Tabor hadn't really done much. Uh, but again, he wasn't. He didn't have the great speed, and that's that's right. part of the reason. But he had good instincts here. I think yeah. that's what made him so good. But anyway, 
I'd like to uh, get your take on that when summer comes around. Sure. Sounds good, John. Bye, man. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Uh, It's going to be 94 tomorrow. Summer's here. It may not say it on the calendar, but um, we we have gone from just beautiful, lovely weather. I mean, it was just what the tournament was, what, two and a half weeks ago? Yeah. And it was just the perfect day and everything. Now it's ridiculous hot. It's bad. Hey, you made the right decision we live to move in Florida. it up. Oh, I know. I know. Even though I moved it to graduation Saturday. Still worked out good. All right, final break. We'll uh, come back and wrap up a Wednesday edition of the tailgate right after this. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jamie Golden. The Florida Gators men's golf team is heading to the NCAA championships. The Gators finished third in the Palm Beach Regional this afternoon to advance to the program's 55th NCAA championship appearance. They finished today four strokes under par and six strokes behind second place FSU. The NCAA championships start on May 27th in Scottsdale, Arizona, and they continue until June 1st. Moving to the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays defeated Detroit 6-1 this afternoon, clinching the three-game series over the Tigers. The Rays scored three runs in the first inning to take an early lead and never looked back. The Gator baseball team starts their final series of the regular season tomorrow when they host South Carolina. Florida has won 11 of their last 13 games. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jamie Gold. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence and and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Cox upgrades your equipment at no additional cost to help keep your Wi-Fi fast, so you can keep up with your son. Hey, Mom. And your son's friends. Hey, Mrs. G. (sighs) All of them, including that one kid whose name you always mess up. It's Drubbin. I think it's Kevin. Seriously? Help keep your Wi-Fi fast for everyone with equipment upgrades from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Requires Panoramic Wi-Fi. Available software updates push to Gateway, and every three years you're eligible for an upgraded device. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Other restrictions apply. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. You know, that's what I need. I need a good float for the summer, for the pool. When I have a good float, I love going to the pool and just floating, getting some sun, jump in the water, coming, get back on the float. It's got to be a good one, not just a little one that you buy at a, you know, gas Sam, station. Sam's got some good ones. Do they? Mm-hmm. Are you a member? No. I'll sneak you in. You can buy it for me. Um, but all right, let me ask you this question. So let's say you're playing in a event, and in that event, five people will qualify to go to the finals. So you finish third, and another team finishes second. Can that team say they beat you, or that they were they count as a win? No, because no. all you had to do was qualify. No. There were five winners at, at, at Palm Beach Gardens for the uh, NCAAs to go to the uh, finals, and Florida's one of them. And even though FSU finished that, them, doesn't mean anything. Vanderbilt shooting 20 under probably means something, but <laughs> but I, I'll give Florida credit. Give uh, J.C. Deacon and the crew gr- credit for uh, uh, getting there. It's always hard. It's not never easy because uh, – just the way the sport is played. We all know that. Very frustrating game. But it shot four under on the last day. So got in and uh, they they go in to um, the finals. I think, is it, ah, it's not Albuquerque, is it? Greyhawk in Arizona. Greyhawk. That'll be nice. Really nice. Where in Arizona? Uh, Scottsdale, I believe. Oh, I they I need to go Let's cover find that out for sure. And I'll stay at that. Uh, yep, Scottsdale. Oh, and I'll stay at the uh, the Marriott there on Camelback. That's my favorite hotel in the world. Of course, I've never been to other hotels in the world. I mean, look at that opening picture right there. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Looks like Ironwood, sort of. They have so many great courses at Scottsdale. Oh, we, it's so cool. We played the one where they have the tournament um, when we were out there, and it was. It was like two weeks before the, the Phoenix Open. So the grandstands were set up and everything. It was neat. But that's that's where the Gators just played on a, a PGA course down in West Palm. Yeah, they did. So they're ready. They're ready for Freddie. Mm-hmm. Also, this weekend, we haven't even talked about it, uh, Florida softball with a regional. And it'll be interesting to see how they do. They've been kind of a weird team all year, but a young team. And uh, hopefully they can kind of get things going uh, against Canisius and then Georgia Tech is is pretty good team, um, so we'll see though. I mean, you know, maybe maybe home field helps. What's Kanisha's mascot? Oh, oh! I got you on. Have one. you finally got me? It's not the Blue Jays. That's Creighton. Kanisha's. I'm going to go with Bulldogs, but I think I'm probably wrong. Um, because when in doubt, always say Bulldogs. Canisius. Trying to look it up. Uh, it's Canisius. Golly. I, I get it. Hey, it's Yannick Noah's birthday today. Um. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with Bulldogs. It must not be that good because like they don't. 
They're in Buffalo. It's weird that I've got Dr. Loveless pulled up here and you've got Canisius mascot pulled up on yours. Um, well, I would think the heat is going to be a f- factor. Here we go. It is the... Golden Griffins. Yeah, something looked like an eagle. The Golden Griffins. I, I should not be responsible for knowing that name. I would have never even heard of it. Yeah, I didn't know they were in Division One or anything. So let's hope they don't come in and beat the Gators then. But that's when you look at – I looked at all the uh, stats for the yeah. teams, and, and none of them hit a lot of homers. Dude. So they're all very similar to what Florida has done. There are two teams in college softball this year that have more homers than the entire field that's here. I think the field has like 104 or something. Yeah. Entire field. Canisius has like 16. See, I looked up some stats too. You're not the only one that prepares, Jeff. Their colors are blue and gold. That's good for them. Mm-hmm. Are you, does that make you excited? No. You could have. Tr- you could have some. Uh, you better get to those games early this weekend. Petey the Griff. Petey the Griffin is the mascot. <laughs> Petey. Petey. Oh, I wish I was not going to be leaving town so I could go to, to the game and just to see Petey. Although, do you I'm think sure, he makes a yeah, trip? I'm sure Petey makes a trip. It's a big, big trip to Florida. Have you ever seen a mascot at a at a Florida softball game, other than Albert? And Albert, I mean Alberta. No, no, nah, you never see him. See, so ever see him at a baseball game? No, no. So he Petey in making the trip. That's all I'm saying. But it's a big trip for Petey. I it's mean, it's got to be excited. You would think that he bring may a make the trip, but the mascot they probably can't fit it on the because I'm sure they're not getting a charter. Although they may. Yeah, NCA. NCAA. We'll see. Well, hopefully Florida. Yeah, it'd be great if they can get out. I mean, this will be a, this is a tough regional. A lot of people think it's a, one of the toughest ones out there. And then you got to go to Virginia Tech if you win it. If, if Virginia Tech wins, so it's going to be. I mean, I don't put a lot of stock in Florida going to Oklahoma City, but you never know. Things crazy things happen. We've seen seen it in baseball, Coastal Carolina and. Softball with other teams, you know, Lafayette and everything. So maybe they can get it together. Maybe they can have a special couple of weeks. That's all you need. You only need two. And just getting there would be a huge accomplishment for this team. It would be really cool. All right, we got it through two hours, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Appreciate Michael producing today. Yep. For Pat Dooley, I am Jeff Cardozo. Cheers. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.